name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Now over the past little while, we have been trying to teach Titus and Thatcher, our oldest and middle son, what it means to do unto others as you would have done unto you. That just because one of them looks at the other in the wrong way, or touches the other one, or says something completely off the wall to the other one, that it doesn't mean that they have to respond as two brothers often would. And we have tried to teach them how important it is uh, to treat people with kindness and love. No matter how an older or a younger brother may treat you. And despite the fact that they do often tease each other to no end. Now I'm sure that this scenario uh, seems or is very familiar to, to many of us as parents and probably as siblings. And as Huri and I work through this with our boys... I began to notice that both of them understand, in as much as they can, the concept of treating others good who treat them good. They understand that. But they both ultimately struggle with the idea of how that is supposed to apply to those who don't treat them good. That may actually treat them rather badly, or treat them in a way that is wrong or hurts them, such as brothers do, I often get, I guess. And the more we talk to them about uh, this idea, the more that I come to realize that this is not only a difficult idea that they struggle with, but that we, even as adults, I'll struggle with, myself included. How in the world are we, or do we, love those people who are not kind to us, and in fact, treat us rather harshly, who are our enemies? Is it even possible to love someone who does us great wrong? Well, in today's gospel from St. Luke, we are actually giving the very litmus test of what this means. And we are even given given how to obtain this type of love in which Christ tells us. St. Theophylact says in his commentary on this passage, in order to prove to the apostles that this commandment to love one's enemies is possible. It is possible to keep. He says to them, what you, want to be, what you want to be done to you, do the same to others. And be to others that kind of person you want others to be to you. If you want your enemies to be hard, unfeeling, and angry towards you, then be the same yourself to them. But if you want them to be kind and compassionate towards you and not to remember wrongs, do not think 
that it is impossible for yourself to be the same towards them. Again, St. Theophylact. True Christian love is not that we love our friends, dear brothers and sisters, or those who love you, or those who do good to you. As our Lord says in the Gospel reading from today, but that we love those who actually do not fall into either one of these categories. Needless to say, the ones who hate us, the ones who treat us badly, the ones who talk about us behind our backs, the ones that hurt us. And the list goes on and on and on and on. As we just heard a little while ago in the passage, even those who do not believe in God, who do not follow the path of their salvation, who are not Christian, even they love those who love them. The world loves that which loves it. And the world loves that which does good unto it. Right? But we as Orthodox Christians, we are called to a much higher standard. We are called to live in the world, but not of the world, as many of us may have heard often. Yes, any and all good does innately come from God. But if it is not done in humility, humbleness, and self-sacrifice, then it is of no benefit to us as Christians. St. Gregory Palamas speaks about this when he says in his 45th homily, For it is of no benefit to us to be called Christians if we act no differently than the heathen. Christ does not speak like this in the gospel to deter people from loving or doing good or lending to those who will not repay them or who will repay them. But he shows that such acts do not earn reward. So they have their recompense here and now and do not bring any grace to the soul that does not cleanse it from the ingrained defilement of sin. Again, St. Gregory Palamas speaking on this. In our world, in our society and culture, the world, the word love is often thrown around out all over the place with no true understanding of what true love is. The love that the world tries to feed to us is not love because it does not spring from the truth. It does not direct us and those around us back towards the Holy Trinity. As Orthodox Christians, we are called to be to beyond this worldly idea of love. To not only love those who love us as the world does, but to love those whom we may deem as unlovable, our enemies. Where there is love for one's enemies, there is God. But to love one's enemies without first loving God is impossible because it is through His grace and the power of the Holy Spirit that we are able to love those 
who do persecute us. I mean, the church gives us prime examples and models as to what this type of Christ-like love looks like. I mean, turn to the walls of the church. Turn to the iconostats of the church. And you will see, looking back at you, those who have obtained this type of Christ-like love. There is no better example than the countless martyrs of the church who by all accounts did not slander those who persecuted them, but rather loved them as our Lord commanded them to do. There are many today who would think that this type of love is insanity. How could this be? Right? That it's impractical and that it cannot possibly apply to today's standards. Some would even argue that to love your enemy is to allow them to take advantage of you. To love your enemy means to expose your weaknesses. To love your enemy is to maybe even let them run all over you. Those who exhibit hostility or are constantly hostile toward us maybe because they fear being struck. Maybe they fear being assaulted in some way. And maybe in order to avoid this, they protect themselves by first striking first. And most oftentimes, when we encounter these types of people, the expectation is that we, ex- that we respond in anger and hatred. Sometimes these types of people expect these types of things. And this is what often fuels the hostility. But the last thing the person expects in return is love. So instead of repaying hatred with hatred, we give them love and we disarm them completely. And we open them and us to the light of Christ. There is a story, and this may be an old southern saying, I may have heard this from my grandmother, uh, that told me once, That there was a man that suffered an injustice at the hands of another. This man told his friend about the injustice. And the friend replied by saying that he should give him the devil. And the wounded man, being truly inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, He's already got the devil. I would like to give him God. To give him God. To love your enemy is to do exactly this. It is to give them God. Now another question that we may be asking ourselves at this point. Is does God expect us to love the sin and evil people do? And I think we all know the answer to this. It's absolutely not. As the old saying goes, we hate the sin. But we love the sinner. Then we may ask ourselves again. Is it this splitting hairs? How can we distinguish Between the sin and the sinner. Well the answer to this. My friends. Is by first examining ourselves. We make the distinction. With ourselves. Every day. We all sin. We all make mistakes. And yet we continue to love ourselves. Right? Do the same with others. Says our Lord. Love your neighbors as yourself. Hate the sin. Love the sinner. And expect nothing in return for this love. 
and you will be sons of the Most High. Elder Thaddeus in the book, Our Thoughts Determine Our Lives, says very profoundly, it seems that we do not understand one thing. It is not good when we return the love of those who love us, yet hate those who hate us. We are not on the right path if we do this. We are the sons of light and love. We are the sons of God. We are His children. As such, we must have His qualities and His attitudes of love, peace, and kindness toward all. The very fact that a person dislikes us or is our enemy may mean that they actually need us again. They need us in the way that the man robbed, beaten, and left for dead on the side of the road needed that Samaritan. They need our compassion. They need our love in order to help them heal by bringing them the light of Christ. We shine the light of Christ into the darkness that may, be free, that may bring freedom from sin and freedom from the fire of hatred. So now I'll go back to the questions I asked at the beginning. How in the world are we, or do we, love those people who are not kind to us and in fact treat us rather harshly? And again, is this even a possible thing to do? And I would say that firstly, it is not possible. It is not possible. Unless we first love God. Christ gives us this clue. When he says thou shalt love the Lord thy God. With all thy heart. With all thy mind. With all thy strength. and With all thy soul. And to love thy neighbor as thyself. Even if that neighbor is an enemy. Secondly. Let us do something good. For those who hate us. For those who persecute us. For those who are our enemies. And I think we will find that it is much easier. How much easier it will be to love them. Of course, it will be up to them to remove the bitterness and the hatred from their own heart. But we must be willing to take the first step toward them. Thirdly, pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them who revile you and persecute you. As we just heard in the Beatitudes that were chanted at the little entrance. No person can pray for another and still hate them. One of the best ways to kill hatred is to pray for the person we are tempted to hate. Fourthly, let us look for good in our enemies. Always remembering that every person is made in the image of God. And lastly, let us strive to develop the capacity to forgive. Important. The capacity to forgive. Without the act of forgiveness, it's impossible to even begin the act of loving one's enemies, or anyone for that matter. So I pray, dearly beloved, that we now go forth and that we love Christ. That we love Christ and we love those who are our enemies. To not love those who love us 
but to be the salt and light of the world by loving those whom the world says we are not to love. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.